This is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. We are going to discuss is Poshmark worth it for cross-posting? I just started cross-listing. To give you a little bit of a background, I have been reselling for, I want to say now, six years. Time flies. And we mainly sold on eBay. It would have been last month. We had around a thousand listings on eBay. Casey and I were talking and We're like, why are we not cross-listing to other platforms? Our inventory is already listed. It's already photographed. And we felt like we were really losing out on sales. But I think the biggest thing, I was overwhelmed because I knew at the point where we were with having a 1,000 plus listings, it's going to take me forever to cross-list. So that was very intimidating to me. I looked into using two different cross-list services then do list perfectly took me a good month to choose between the two. I was watching YouTube videos, which one's better. We had started using Vendu. They gave us five free listings a month to cross post. And I kept reading about list perfectly and a lot of the bigger sellers were using it. And then they went to the boss reseller mix in Vegas and they seemed like they were really involved in the community. So I looked more into list perfectly I like their plans. It's not per listing per month. It's actually a flat monthly fee. I believe it's $69 a month and it's unlimited listings. Like I didn't want to have to worry about, am I going to run out of how many listings I have? I can be allowed to cross list per month. Went with list perfectly. Then again, I had to think of a strategy because I could technically use list perfectly to go from eBay and cross list directly to Poshmark, or I could take the eBay listing, import it to list perfectly, and then from there, cross post it to Poshmark. After a lot of research, definitely wanted to take all of our eBay listings from eBay into list perfectly. That took me 12 days. I could only do between eight and 10 listings at a time and drag them to list perfectly. That was very time consuming, but now it's done. I started around Thanksgiving and right now it's December 6th. And so far on Poshmark, we have 351 listings and we've sold 10 items. Okay. So I've never used list perfectly before. So I'm kind of learning from Liz as she's experimenting with this cross-listing software. I've used Vendu and I've used, um, I think it was called cross list it before. Um, it was a little bit glitchy, but for the most part, when I'm cross listing, I will just build the listing in eBay and then kind of just like copy and paste the bulk of it into Poshmark. It's pretty quick to list on Posh. So I guess I haven't really been using anything lately um, to, you know, as a cross-listing service, but I'm not familiar with List Perfectly. So when you say that you had to import all the listings and you're dragging those eight to 10 listings into List Perfectly, are those listings kind of like uploading to List Perfectly? Is that why it was taking so long? 
Yeah. So it takes, okay. the reason why we started with eBay, eBay, if you sell on it, you know, they require so many item specifics that they require the most out of all the platforms. Mm -hmm. So by doing that, I'm pulling everything that we have in the eBay listing into list perfectly. So all of the details are there. It's going to have everything I need. So when you go in your account and list perfectly, you can see that that specific item is listed only on eBay and it has everything from the eBay platform. Gotcha. Then you can take that and then cross post it to Poshmark and just kind of change the certain things that Poshmark needs. One of the things I noticed, it doesn't always pull the category. So there must be something different between, you know, the software, what eBay has, and then what Poshmark has. Right. Okay. All right. So you got all your listings imported into List Perfectly. Then you were able to cross-list them into Poshmark. And I'm assuming that that part was pretty easy. Um, a couple clicks of a few buttons. Does that sound yeah, about right? You can do it in bulk too, because we have the, we figured, you know what? We might as well pay the $69 a month because yeah. I want to have all the features. Because if you're going to use software and pay for it, might as well use something that's going to give you everything that you need. So it allows me to select the certain items because not everything we will put on Posh. We sell a lot of golf clubs. We're not going to put golf clubs on Poshmark. Exactly. But, you know, I, I focus mainly right now with trying to get all of our clothing cross-listed to it. You can do it in bulk so I can select as many as I want. I usually do about 10 and then click the Poshmark button and click start. And it starts pulling it directly to Poshmark. It opens up in individual windows. And then I just quickly glance through and make sure that everything is pulled over correctly. I put my price. I hit submit. And it submits it to Poshmark and lists it. Awesome. Okay. So you've been listing all your stuff over there. You said that in the last 14 days or so, you've gotten 10 sales. Based on that information, do you feel in general like it is worth it to cross-list from eBay or Macari or whatever is your main platform to Poshmark? Do you feel it's worth it? Absolutely. Why have everything just sitting in eBay when what I've learned so far with cross-posting, especially to Poshmark, there are different platforms. There's different buyers. There's different items that are going to sell better. So why would I just keep everything in eBay when I can broaden the reach of the items and the eyes that are going to be on it and convert those to sales? What ha What's your strategy for... I know like a lot of people are concerned when they start cross-listing or even before they start cross-listing that they're going to miss a sale on one platform and then the same item is going to sell on another platform. So what is your strategy for delisting or removing a listing once it sells from one and removing it from the other? How are you going to make sure that you stay on top of that? If it sells on one of the platforms, I go directly into list perfectly, hit edit, go down and you actually choose sold and submit and then it actually delists it from whatever platforms it's on. So it will automatically end the listing. Now, we all know we get busy at times and you're not going to be sitting at your computer 24-7. We actually sold a bunch of items when we were Thanksgiving weekend with our friends at their place. I had my phone, saw we sold stuff, and I actually went to the individual 
apps. So I went to eBay and I found that listing and I ended the listing. And then we also cross-list on Macari as well. So then I found it on Macari, ended it because I didn't have access to list perfectly. I can mm-hmm. technically go to my browser on the phone and end it there, but right. it's pretty tedious. So I, instead of having the ability to go into list perfectly market sold, I found it on those individual platforms and just ended those listings. We haven't had an issue. I know that is like one of the biggest concerns with cross-listing. I mean, what's the chances, honestly, of things selling like that? I I don't know. It, it definitely happens like once in a blue moon, but for the rare occasion that it does happen, I still feel like it's worth it because like you said before, eBay obviously has a lot more users a lot more buyers on it than Poshmark does. Like that's just a fact, but Poshmark, like you said, has different buyers on it. So something that you have listed on eBay, you just might not be hitting the right buyer or they, that person might not even think to look for that item on eBay. There's definitely this, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but you know, there's an age thing with Poshmark versus eBay. Like my parents are in their sixties and they started on eBay a long, long time ago. And when my dad is going to look for something, he's going to look for it on Amazon or eBay. Like he'll most likely go to eBay first. Cause sometimes, sorry guy, but you forget Amazon exists, you know, like he looks for it on eBay. And then, um, like I will look for things on Poshmark, especially certain specific things. If I'm looking for shoes or a shirt or a sweater or something like that, I look on Poshmark first. And if I can't find it there, then I go to eBay and then I go to Macari. So I think people will have like their main platforms that they look for and like a preferred platform that they look for something on first. And some of those buyers just happen to be on Poshmark and not on eBay. So I think that's really smart. And you're not, you're not losing anything by cross-listing to another platform where I think people get themselves in trouble though, is when they end up cross-listing to every single platform that's available. This is just my personal opinion. I know that people, there's a lot of platforms that List Perfectly has available on that software. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but for me, I feel like it's going to get a little bit confusing. It's going to be a little bit more work than time. Like my time ratio versus the, you know, what I want to put into those other apps. It's just not worth it to me. But if it's like eBay, Poshmark, Macari, I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, I can do that. That makes sense to me, but I can't, I just, maybe it's just me, but I mentally cannot handle like nine freaking different platforms. But you know, like if you have your favorites, maybe it's eBay, Poshmark, Invented or Depop or whatever. I think, you know, that's cool. Like pick your top three and, you know, do really, really well at those. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It would get very overwhelming. That's why we only are doing Poshmark and Macari. Mainly Poshmark. I Actually, when I was cross-posting on Macari, it stopped me at 100 listings until we sold enough. And then it like opened it up to where I could list more, kind of like what eBay does with the selling limits. Yeah. So we have a lot more on Poshmark. And Poshmark does what I've figured out. It is. It needs a lot of love. Like it's it not does. a platform like eBay where you can just set the promoted listings and just kind of set it and forget it in a way. I mean, obviously you want to stay active on eBay, but it's not the sharing platform like Poshmark. And that was yeah. one of the things I didn't realize until I started selling on Poshmark. 
And I started using the Posture VA because with the cross listing that I'm doing and everything else, I need to outsource some of the tasks. And with Poshmark, they want you to be sharing your items. They want you to be sharing other people's items, following people, sending offers. I can't do everything. So I'm using the Posture VA, but I was telling Ashley earlier, I was so overwhelmed after I like enabled the plug or the Chrome extension for Posture VA. I had 99 plus notifications. <laughs> I'm like, how do you keep up with this stuff? But now I figured if I go to desktop and I filter, I can just look at the offers and yes. messages and then the sales. So you yes. can definitely get overwhelmed with how many notifications you'll get on Poshmark. Yeah. But if you just kind of sort through and just forget about like, who cares who follows you, you know, people are going to send you all these bundled messages, yeah. which I was like, Oh, that's nice. They, they like me. But then Ashley was telling me, no, that's like people just send it out to everyone. So I guess I'm not that special after all. <laughs> I'm excited in a couple months to see once we get everything cross posted, what our sales are going to look like on there. So my favorite thing about Poshmark as a platform as a whole is that the shipping is so easy and so simplified and that the buyers pay shipping unless you send them an offer for free shipping. And then it just comes out of your total profit of the item. Coming from eBay, I'm sure that's a lot different for you, Liz. You know, I know that you guys recently like switched over all of your listings to paid shipping. So the buyer pays shipping, which is nice, but like now it's like a it's a set rate. It's a flat rate on Poshmark. There's no like first class, like you can't change the shipping. There's no FedEx or anything like that. Everything goes priority. It's really easy to use. The shipping supplies are really simple to use and to find. So that's my favorite part about it. It's not as complicated as other platforms. And I know that I can just print out my label, slap it on a poly mailer or on a you know priority box or whatever box I have. Let me clarify, not any box. It can't go like express mail or media mail, just in case someone's really paying attention out there. But you know, you slap it on a box and like you just schedule your pickup or drop it off at the post office. It's so easy. It's so easy to ship on Poshmark. And that was one of the things you would always tell me is the shipping. You were going to be amazed how simple it was. And it wasn't until I sold my first item, I got the label in my email. I was like, this Dang. is it. This is all I do. Like, I don't have to go out. I don't have to measure it. I don't have to weigh it. I don't have to find a specific box for it. Yep. This is so simple. So if you do sell on eBay, this is going to be a breeze with shipping. It's going to be so simple. And you're going to be like, wow, eBay is very, very complex. So what's your favorite part about Poshmark so far? I think the closets are really cute, like being yeah. able to customize and have a header and it's a platform. It's a selling platform. I yeah. do like when you have like, let's say I list Columbia items, it'll actually show up in the regular feed for people as like a new item for that brand. So I think yeah. that's good for buyers. We sometimes forget that we are not buyers, we're sellers. And as a reseller, your eyes, they see things differently than a buyer. Yes. So like you were saying with your dad, like he's not going to go to Poshmark. So right. we need to remember we we're in the business to sell items. So why limit yourself to one platform when your item could sell better on another one? And yeah. the people that are using Poshmark, and I know I have used it before. I go there for specific brands. 
it makes sense that you need to be sharing your items so they show up in people's feeds that are looking for particular things. Yeah, I think that like you you kind of hinted at it, but there are certain brands um, and certain items too that you can actually find for a lot less on Poshmark, like pretty consistently. And when you go and do that same search on eBay, it's like, a lot more money for pretty much the same item. So people are definitely tailoring their listings to the platform. So that's something to keep in mind, especially if you're looking for a good deal on something for yourself or like Christmas presents or whatever. But that's also important to keep in mind as a seller, you need to tailor your listing. So I don't know if we've actually talked about this before on the podcast, but I do this and I'm sure you do it as well now. But Like if I have an item that I know has a higher sell-through rate, let's say on eBay, my price will be slightly higher on eBay than it is on Poshmark because I know that I can't command the same the same amount for on Poshmark as I can on eBay. Um, Maybe the amount of buyers looking for this is it's just not there. As an example, um, like camouflage items, I know that there's a lot more men specifically on eBay than you know, men, male buyers on eBay than there are on Poshmark. So I can command a higher price for them on eBay, you know, more so than on Poshmark. That's just an example, but there are, you know, hundreds of thousands of other examples out there. So that's why it's, you know, just important to do your research and know your audience, I suppose. Right. Yeah. And I did, I mean, that is something that I started doing. I, I did notice that the things were priced a lot differently between eBay and Poshmark. So some of the items on Poshmark are lower than eBay and some of the items are higher. So I actually did start doing that. And I noticed that, I mean, some of the things also that I know I've had on eBay for a really long time, I actually priced lower on Poshmark just to try to get through that inventory because it is close to the end of the year and I'm just trying to sell out as much as I can. So we have more room for next year for more inventory. But Poshmark, I definitely think is a great platform to sell on, especially if you've been selling on eBay, you already have the inventory, photos, listing. It's going to take time. It's going to be tedious. I am actually having a lot of regret for not doing it sooner because our sales this year would have been even better. But the important thing is I started, I'm doing it. So if you're listening and you have not cross-posted from eBay to Poshmark, definitely make that a priority. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that daycheck.